Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. In this podcast, we take a reading from Scripture each day. We look at the background material to that passage and also application for us. Once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from Seal chapter 17. But to understand the beginning of chapter 17, we need to go back to the end of chapter 16. If you remember, the chapter divisions are something that were added much later to Scripture. So this is a place where we have an unfortunate chapter division because the last verse of 16 should go with the first verse of 17. So let's go back to that last verse of chapter 16. Now in those days, the counsel that Ahithophel gave was as if one consulted the word of God. So was all the counsel of Ahithophel esteemed, both by David and by Absalom. So the writer here is telling us that Ahithophel's advice was like the oracle of God. He's not saying that God is giving Ahithophel the information, but his advice is looked upon as if it's the very word of God. You may have heard people make jokes like that before, uh, that certain people honor some folks more and say, well, when they speak, it's as if God has spoken himself. Well, that's kind of what's happened here with Ahithophel. He is in such high regard. He gave David great counsel, and now he's giving Absalom great counsel. So to set up chapter 17, remember, David sent Hushai, the archot, back into Jerusalem. Hushai convinces Absalom that he's loyal to him. Hushai is a friend of David. He's actually a spy. And in this case, Hushai will save the life of David. So let's read chapter 17. It is a lengthy reading, but we're going to read it all the way through. Moreover, Ahithophel said to Absalom, Let me choose 12,000 men that I, may, that I will arise and pursue David tonight. I will come, come upon him while he is weary and discouraged and throw him into a panic, and all the people who are with him will flee. I will strike down only the king, and I will bring all the people back to you as a bride comes home to her husband. You seek the life of only one man, and all the people will be at peace. And the advice seemed right in the eyes of Absalom and all the elders of Israel. Then Absalom said, Call Hushat the Archot also, and let us hear what he has to say. And when Hushat came to Absalom, Absalom said to him, Thus has Ahithophel spoken. Shall we do as he says? If not, you speak. Then Hushai said to Absalom, This time the counsel that Ahithophel has given is not good. Hushai said, You know that your father and his men are mighty men, and they are enraged like a bear robbed of her cubs in the field. Besides, your father is an expert in war. He will not spend the night with the people. Behold, even now he has hidden himself in one of the pits or in some other place. And as soon as some of the people fall at the first attack, Whoever hears it will say, There has been a slaughter among the people who follow Absalom. And even the valiant men whose heart is like the heart of a lion will utterly melt with fear. For all Israel knows that your father is a mighty man, and that those who are with him are valiant men. But my counsel is that all Israel be gathered together from Dan to Beersheba, as the sand by the sea for multitude, and that you go to battle in person. So we shall come upon him in some place where he is to be found, and we shall light upon him as the dew falls on the ground. And of him and all the men with him, not one will be left. If he withdraws into a city, then all Israel will bring ropes to that city, and we shall drag it into the valley until not even a pebble is to be found there. And Absalom and all the men of Israel said, The counsel of Hushai the archite is better than the counsel of Ahithophel. For the Lord has ordained to defeat the good counsel of Ahithophel, so that the Lord might bring harm upon Absalom. Then Hushai said to Zadok and Abathar the priest, Thus and so did Ahithophel counsel Absalom and the elders of Israel, and thus and so have I counseled. Now therefore send quickly and tell David, Do not stay tonight at the fords of the wilderness, 
but by all means pass over, lest the king and all the people who are with him be swallowed up. Now Jonathan and Ahamaz were waiting at Engrel. A female servant was to go and tell them, and they were to go and tell King David, for they were not to be seen entering the city. But a young, a young man saw them and told Absalom. So both of them went quickly and came to the house of a man at Baharum, who had a well in his courtyard, and they went down into it. And the woman took and spread a covering over the well's mouth and scattered grain on it, and nothing was known of it. When Absalom's servants came to the woman at the house, and they said, Where is Ahimaaz and Jonathan? And the woman said to them, They have gone over the brook of water. And when they had sought and could not find them, they returned to Jerusalem. After they had gone, the men came up and out of the well and went and told King David, Rise and go quickly over the water, for thus and so has Ahithophel counseled against you. Then David rose and all the people who were with him, and they crossed the Jordan by daybreak. Not one was left who had not crossed the Jordan. When Ahithophel saw that his counsel was not followed, he saddled his donkey and went off home to his own city. He set his house in order and hanged himself, and he died and was buried in the tomb of his father. Then David came to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed the Jordan with all the men of Israel. Now Absalom had set Amasa over the army instead of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Ithra the Ishmaelite, who had married Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, the sister of Zerah, Zeruah, Joab's mother. And Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. Then David came to Mahanaim, and Absalom crossed the Jordan with all the men of Israel. Now Absalom had set Amasa over the army instead of Joab. Amasa was the son of a man named Ithra the Ishmaelite, who had married Abigail, the daughter of Nahash, sister of Zeruah, Joab's mother. And Israel and Absalom encamped in the land of Gilead. When David came to Mahanaim, Shobah, the son of Nahash, from Rabbah of the Ammonites, and Makar, the son of Amil, from Lodibar, and Barzillai, the Gileadite, from Rogelim, brought beds, basins, and earthen vessels, wheat, barley, flour, parched grains, beans, and lentils, honeys, and curds, and sheep, and cheese from the herd, for David and the people with him to eat. For they said, The people are hungry and weary and thirsty in this wilderness. So as we go back and look at this story, it begins with the council of Ahithophel. A quick reminder of Ahithophel. He is David's old advisor. He is the grandfather of Bathsheba. He is considered to be a wise man and worthy of listening to his counsel. And so he tells Absalom, let's just end this thing now. Let's make a surgical strike. So if you're thinking in terms of modern military uh, expertise, this would be a surgical strike. Let's go in and just get David. We'll take a small mobile force of 12,000. We will not hurt anyone else. We'll take David and we'll kill him. And so it seems like pretty good advice. Let's just end this coup right now. There's no sense in having a lot of bloodshed. There's no sense in killing a lot of Israelites. And then what we'll do is we'll win David's followers back over to us. They will realize that you are the true king, and they'll drop this idea of a civil war. And so it seems like good advice to everyone. Even the elders agree. This is really good advice of Ahithophel. But we got to give Hushai some credit. Hushai has done something to win over Absalom. Now Absalom goes to Hushai. Now remember, Absalom didn't believe Hushai at first. He's like, aren't you my father's friend? Why are you back in Jerusalem? And Hushai tells him, listen, I'm loyal to the king. I'm not loyal to a person. So Hushai is very persuasive. And we'll see Hushai is very quick on his feet here. Hushai gives a masterful story here. Think about how he explains the situation different than Ahithophel. 
Now, I'm not saying Hushai's advice is better, but the way he tells it from Absalom's perspective, go back and as you read through Ahithophel's advice, it's all about David. But when Hushai starts to talk, he talks from Absalom's perspective. He is calling for shock and awe and overwhelming force. So Ahithophel's wanting a surgical strike. Just, just, let's just get David. Hushai saying, let's muster the entire army from Dan to Beersheba. Now that would be like saying from Huntsville to Dothan, from the very north to the very south of the country of Israel. Let's get everyone together. Let's leave no doubt. Let's go out with overwhelming force and let's destroy every one of them. Let's, let's crush this coup. And Hushai explains the reason why. David's mighty men are people not to be winked at. He reminds Absalom, your dad is a warrior. Now, he may be an aged guy, but he's like a bear robbed of their cubs. He uses that vivid imagery where Ahithophel has just kind of this dry advice. Hushai is playing on the emotions of Absalom. You know, David is this ravenous bear backed in a corner. And if you guys go out there with this small little force and you get routed, uh, the public uh, outcry against you uh, the public relations uh, debacle would be something you may not recover from because the people of Israel will be saying, well, Absalom must not really be the king because uh, David has defeated him. His his old old man still has it. So it, it does sound like decent advice from Hushai. Don't go out with a small force. He may defeat you guys. Don't, don't forget David is a mighty warrior and his mighty men are something not to be to be messed with. And so Hushai's advice wins over. And we see in the end, actually, it was God's plan that Hushai's advice would win over. And something terrible happens in this story. Ahithophel realizes the end is near for him. He sees the writing on the wall. He's no longer held in high regard. Now think about it from Ahithophel. He's left David. He's going over to the other side. And he sees the folly of, of Absalom. Absalom's not going to listen and this war is not going to go well. And Ahithophel probably knows down the line he's a dead man. So, not condoning suicide here, but he goes on and he hangs himself because he knows the end is near. I can't help but think when you watch uh, shows on World War II or you read books about Hitler not listening to the advice of his generals, and they were perplexed by that at times, and it led to his own demise. The same is true for Absalom. Absalom did not listen to the counsel of Ahithophel and Ahithophel knows that the end is coming for Absalom. And so Hushai sends word through Zadok the priest. Now here's something really cool if you want some connections to the New Testament. The word Sadducee in the New Testament, that's the priestly, priestly class in the New Testament, the priests or the Sadducees. Actually, that word is Zadokies. Uh, Zadokies come from Zadok the priest. So the priestly line that would continue on uh, to the time of Jesus would be the Zadok line. So the Zadokis are where the Sadducees come from. So that's a kind of a cool connection to the New Go and give word to, to David. And they have to hide out uh, in a well. And the, the well is covered up with grain. And I can't help but think of uh, Rahab hiding the, the two spies. A very similar story there when you look at how they're connected. But they're hidden in this well. Then finally they're, they're able to escape and go and give David this counsel of Hushai. So when we look at this story, we see... God's hand at work. Even though David is on the run, even though David, it looks bleak for him, God is with him still. God is protecting him through loyal servants like Hushai. And if people thought the Bible is boring, they're crazy. The Bible is full of awesome stories of intrigue and warfare. And uh, 2 Samuel and even the book of Joshua also to me have always been 
so interesting to read. First, Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, and, and Joshua. Those historical books are just fascinating. So I hope this reading has helped you understand this greater narrative of David. Um, just a lot of things going on today, a lot of intrigue, a lot of battle strategy. But in the end, God is still protecting David. He is the rightful king of Israel. He will prevail, even though things seem bleak at this moment. Well, God bless. I hope you have a great day. Hope you stay out of the rain today. It's a kind of a, a messy day here in Dothan, but hope you stay safe. God bless. Mm-hmm.